Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, February 10th, 2022. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. As always, make sure that you're on our Patreon for Broadway Radio. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. And if you are following Matt Timoney around New York City right now, oh my God. because Your he feet is posting, must be tired. you are exhausted, but he really, like, listen, Matt takes Manhattan. It's the end of the trip. But yeah, if sure. you follow hashtag Matt takes Manhattan. I think he took it all. He usually takes a big chunk of it every trip. There you go. So let's start with uh, just like New York news because it affects Ooh. our uh, Broadway the News. New York Daily so, News. New York Daily News. I don't know what Just I'm not saying. the New York okay. Post. It's, and nothing is more <laughs> strange or sometimes inaccurate. Well, <laughs> first... <laughs> <laughs> Google it. Anyways, up first, Governor Kathy Hochul is dropping New York's indoor mask mandate today, ending a requirement that businesses ask customers for full proof of vaccination or require masks uh, upon entering at all times. It was set to expire on Thursday and would have required renewing, but she was like, nah. Um, it's kind of, yeah, you know, why would we need to do that in the middle of the <laughs> continued pandemic? You know, this is just another response that is kind of indicative of like New York's pandemic restrictions easing on mm-hmm. businesses. New York, uh, sorry, New Jersey has also been doing that this week, um, which is, you know, where I'm currently located. So mm-hmm. how does this affect the theater community in New York City? Well, the Broadway League announced that the mask guidance will indeed stay in place through April 30th, 2022, <laughs> as we've talked about on the show before. The owners and operators of all 41 Broadway theaters in New York City require both masks and vaccines for all theater goers. The Broadway League said in response to the question, how is this going to affect us? It's not. We're just going to continue to have masks as honestly the state should be having still. Um, and I kind of said that on yesterday's show as well. Um in preparation for this, like you said, it was originally set to expire Thursday, and now they're kind of easing it up a bit, which makes me nervous. Uh, and essentially what I said last night is that we had this period where people were starting to be a little bit more lax on masks, and then we started to see surging again. And then we got, obviously, the Omicron variant, and what was it, Delta before that? I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're kind of just waiting to see what happens next. It just, it, especially Especially during winter in general, I'm just like, why, why now? Um, like I would have wanted to see as a state us push at least through spring and when the weather started getting warmer. Not that that helps anything, but it does help as far as cold and flu season, people getting sick in other ways, if not spreading COVID. <sighs> so I'm, 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 I'm glad at least the Broadway League has committed to saying we're going to keep doing this at least through the end of April. Um, and hopefully longer, obviously. I think it would be silly to not, but it would not be the silliest thing the Broadway League has done. I really like the idea that this is an all-the-time thing. Um, yeah. I think it might help to protect um, orchestra, uh, cast members. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, th- I think it could go a-, a long ways to to continue the health and safety of the people that help make art so accessible. So and, um, I-, and I really do support it. And we've kind of said that as far as like just health in general, like I'm certainly, I don't know if I will ever be in a position again in my life 
um, based on just how virology is and how we're going to see variations of a thousand different things forever. I can't imagine a situation which I'm like it, out in the winter or in large crowds, barring, I guess, very specific situations uh, where ma- a mask is gonna, isn't part of my future. Like I enjoy not being as sick all the time as I used to. That's quite nice. Yeah, so um, I don't know. Maybe uh, let's keep it going. Well, I don't. <laughs> In Broadway news, a new initiative may help make big blockbusters more accessible to New York students. So the Music Man producers, Barry Diller, David Geffen, you've heard of him, and Kate yeah, Horton are making 10,000 tickets priced at 20 20- available to New York City students, their families, and their teachers. This is being spearheaded by the Music Man's Black Theater Coalition fellow, Amy Marie Haven. Kudos, um, absolute snaps for her. Mm -hmm. Uh, The effort hopes to make Broadway more accessible to the masses. Reduced ticket prices were made possible through the partnerships with New York City Department of Education, dozens of local youth nonprofits, um, artists striving to end poverty, Art Start, Arts for All, uh, Arthur Miller Foundation on Broadway training program, Young People's Chorus of NYC, Education Through Music, Rosie's Theater Kids, which we'll talk about again later because mm-hmm. I love them, Our yeah. Evolution, Latina, and Broadway Bridges, just to name a few. So I'm just, I like that this call this out includes nice. many things because I believe that we we often don't realize how much can go into something like oh, that yeah, when we talk sure. about making things accessible. We're like, just do it. And I'm like, it's not yeah. that easy. Yeah, it requires <laughs> quite literally a village, it seems. Yeah. And as we know, so this is great to see. I'm also very much at the other side where it's like, of course, I want it to be easy. And simultaneously, I want it to be easy for people who aren't students, <laughs> who are going to see shows more regularly, especially for something like the music man, which we've talked about over and over and over again, how expensive it is. Um, but I mean, through and through, this is great to see. And I hope there are more opportunities available. I hope, you know, we have all these organizations that are continuously spearheading stuff like this. And I hope more organizations get on board to do so. Cause like you said, this is not an easy thing to be able to do, but it is obviously very much appreciated. Not at all. It's certainly difficult. And I'm I'm just so excited at the partnership between Black Theater Coalition and this particular mm-hmm. show. I hope that it continues. And um, I can't imagine how difficult that was to accomplish, but I'm so excited. I remember when uh, Dominique Marceau did the same with, uh, I think it was Pipeline. I think you're right. Um, yeah. And uh, it was just like, wait. Yeah, I heard her talk about it on um, Women's Day on Broadway. And I was like, why is everybody doing that? Yeah. Oh, it's really hard. Oh, like, wait. Yeah. Just <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I'm, I'm just thrilled that maybe it'll um, kind of snowball for other theaters. That's all I want to say. Let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor for this week, Upstart. So I'm just going to pose a question to you right, right now. I'm ready. After listening, what would you do if you didn't have high interest loans or credit card debt? <sighs> what are you doing? You could see more shows, I'm what just saying. That's uh, <laughs> so much. With Upstart, you can pay off your existing debt quickly and easily and start living your life. And whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, you could become one of over a million people. That's a lot of people. Join the crowd who have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment 
with a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at your credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors like your income, your current employment, your credit history. They find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate without impacting your credit score in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash broadway. That's upstart, U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash broadway. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Use upstart.com slash broadway. So we'll start with the easiest casting news in the world Woo-hoo! because casting somebody that's already done it, <laughs> it does. is way easy. Two-time Tony nominee, Alex Kevin Brightman. That's not his equity <laughs> name. That's just the name of the dog. Uh, Alex Brightman will step back into the role of Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice um, at their new home at the Marquee Theater beginning April 8th. The rest of the casting has not been announced. Um, would oh, I, man. of course, like to be at this very first show? Yes. Can I spend six hundred dollars or whatever the price you is know. to see? I shan't. But <laughs> I am. I am thrilled. You're at the rest in of the with casting the news. in crowd. You should be able to get in. Right? <laughs> it's a hard pass. Um, it's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. But um, I'm I'm thrilled at this. Everyone wanted Brightman to come back to yeah, it. Of course. It, we kind of you know we've we've known and and we've not known and we've known uh, for for a while. So I'm glad that they were able to make announcement. But it seems yeah. like they're gonna announce the rest of the cast really soon. Really soon. I mean, they kind of have to because it's we're, a new Lydia mm, at least. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're getting close to that date as we mentioned yesterday <laughs> as we kind of teased this news, which came out at what nine thirty on Wednesday morning. Um, and obviously Matt did the social media. Uh, exclusive yes. announcement of it all. Uh, always really excited to see Alex Brightman on the stage and just in general in Beetlejuice. My friends and I already talked about when we're going to be seeing it when it comes back in April earlier on Wednesday. So planning on, I think, the 15th for me. So very soon. Uh, very much amazing. looking forward to it. We love to see it. So the final addition to the cast of J.C. Lee's Two My Girls has been announced. You know, we talked about it last week. They announced everyone else, but like there was one missing piece to the puzzle. So Weed star Malik Pancholi will join the cast at the Tony Kaiser Theater off-Broadway at Second Stage. They begin performances March 15th with an opening night of April 12th. Can't wait to see this. Uh, I've never gotten to see him on stage, but I've seen him in countless television series. Did you watch Um, Weed's? Of course I did. I still have never seen it. And you would think I would because of Miss Louise Parker. Of course. Yeah. As we've talked about our both of our love for her. I've never seen weeds. Yes. Bygone Broadway, the incredible Instagram account that like mm. Ooh, the shows best. all the yes. They posted today. This is some tea. They posted a photo from Bus Stop, an off Broadway production of Bus Stop. Okay. Featuring Mary Louise Parker. And Billy Crudup. And I was like, listen, mm, listen, <laughs> listen, I obviously am a big fan of both of these yes. people. But it is a little tricky to post a photo of two people that were previously married, like, I that mean, definitely publicly divorced. I so mean, bold. it's bold. very bold. But I mean, Never that's forget. Like half the industry at this point, right? Yes. Yes, it is. Mm. 
Uh, casting has been announced for the Audible Theater presentation of the public theater's production of Coal Country. Now, I don't know if you remember this, Ashley, but Coal Country mm. was be- was supposed to happen right at the beginning of March in yeah. 2020. And it kind of started and then it obviously flopped, yeah. not because the show flopped, but because the country flopped. Um, we went straight into <laughs> pandemic. So That's people- quite the way to describe it. And I feel like that could be described most points of the history of America. The country flopped. Yeah, so uh, they began previews on March 4th at the Cherry Lane Theater, um, my second home. Matt and I were there the other day uh, with an opening night of March 10th. And the music is still presented by Steve Earle. He's going to be in the show. There there might be some shows where he's not there, but, you know, he's a three-time Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter, and he's yeah. going to be playing the original score. So I'm really excited about that production. I'm really happy that this is getting back on yeah. its feet after you said when the country flopped um, to be able to do this. I, during the show, like the early days of the shutdown, I guess like May or something. Um, Jessica Blank and Eric Jensen had created the line, yeah. which I interviewed about that. And there's an episode you can go back and listen to if you're so inclined. But they just do amazing work for any kind of shows like this, all these docu-plays and these mm-hmm. first, first-person style interview shows. I'm very excited to see this one. Amen, amen. So off-Broadway, Sleep No More begins again at the McKintrick Hotel beginning February 14th. So if you want to spend Valentine's Day on Monday like that, sure. But I hope you already have your tickets because I'm pretty sure it's sold out. It will certainly (laughs) be sold out for Valentine's Day. But I don't do anything like Valentine's Day. Go a different day. Yeah, stay at home. Uh, Manhattan Theater Club's off-Broadway production of Prayer for the French Republic, which has been getting rave reviews. Um, It was originally supposed to close February 27th. It will now play through March 13th. And then after it was originally supposed to run um, March of 2020, the public theater will finally present the Vagrant Trilogy by Mona Mansour, beginning um, with a free performance. There's a Joe Papp free show on April 8th, but then they have an official opening night, April 25th, running through May 8th. So if you wanted to catch that, you finally can. And then I want to I want to shed a little bit of light on the. The next two little stories. So the Barrow Group announces that it will open a new performing arts center at 528th Avenue in April of this year. It's closer to the Taco Bell, which makes me really happy. The Barrow Group's new 13,000 square foot home currently plans to have a dynamic 60 seat theater. It's again a an amazing off-Broadway house. I highly recommend it. Um, the, yeah. the whole renovation is costing around $4 million. They That's used to a have a home money. at 312 West 36th Street. That's where I went to school. That's where I developed Aww. my craft and 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 honestly that's where because seth bears the co-artistic director who's you know um if you go to their show notes and he's got a great quote in there he helps develop uh, mike birbiglia's work um he helped uh develop my work i I owe so much to this particular theater so when it opens buy a season ticket to their shows i'm telling you they are one of the best (laughs) groups i mean I just I, I I could rave for hours. I mm. love the Barrow Group so much. Congratulations. I've known about this for a little bit, but I'm so thrilled to see Yay. that um, everyone's going to go visit this new place because they're incredible. Nice. Very nice. In other news, since 2019, a legal battle between the Harper Lee estate and dramatic publishing has been going on since Aaron Sorkin's Broadway adaptation mm-hmm. of the play slash book. Uh, multiple regional productions were doing the original Christopher uh, Circle stage adaptation, and they were forced to cancel their engagements because of licensing conflicts. Um, I don't know if you remember all that hoopla. I kept up with oh, it yeah, aggressively. Um, what's unfortunate is that, um, well, first of all, it's a good thing when... 
people are like correctly like vindicated. Um, On February 3rd, I believe they basically uh, they were uh, dramatic publishing has been fully vindicated, like with the losses that that company endured. They're getting over two point five million dollars in costs to be paid out from the Harper Lee estate. What's unfortunate is that like the Harper Lee estate is is the bad guy in the scenario. And it all makes sense, except for the fact that they were not put in that position because with it hadn't been about Scott Rudin, like literally they forced her. She did not like the adaptation. She in right. 1969 is when she signed off on Christopher Circle's yep. uh, original adaptation. I've been in that adaptation. It's one of the best adaptations of a book that I've ever read. There was no reason <laughs> for Aaron Sorkin to do his own sure. mansplained version of this particular piece. That's by- essentially what I was going to say. Yeah. That not only was it a piece, I mean, we've been pretty vocal about our disdain for the piece in general, so I don't want to harp in on it. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, but, Harper? Ooh, Harper on it. Eh, eh. Um, but it's very much just like, I'm I'm glad to see how this has, uh, certainly not how it's played out, but how it's concluded, I guess, because yeah. it's... It, but because the estate had to cave to them yeah. and and that those producers in order to do their version of the show on her deathbed yeah, yeah, she was yeah. fighting them that's the um, thing that's the in thing. in her absence unfortunately um the estate is liable for the fact that these people lost so much uh because the the production said hey you've got to shut these shows down yeah. because you're not allowed to do that which is absolutely uncool because uh, mm-hmm. it, it's also played to like so many community theaters and yeah. regional houses it was literally designed to be a community show <laughs> so gross anyways um gross. yeah i highly recommend if you, if you love that particular work to to read his adaptation because it's phenomenal support that one so there you go so the irish repertory theater and ireland's fish amble the new play company have joined forces to create the transatlantic commissions program which is already commissioned for Black Irish artists and writers of color, the program is the first collaboration between Irish Rep and Fishamble, hoping to address the historic marginalization and inequalities within the canon, particularly in Irish theater. Public readings of the new works are going to be held uh, in Dublin, Ireland, and by the Irish Rep in New York City. Mm. So those are that's that's a really nice that's step amazing. in progression. Yeah. I'm glad that it's been um, acknowledged, and I hope that um, these uh, new writers are able to get their work out there. Obviously, they will. And um, yeah, we can't wait to see it. So the new West Side Story will make its streaming debut like we've all okay, been talking finally. about, girly. Yes. But it will debut on Disney Plus in the U.S. on March 2nd, coming up, hello, and on HBO Max the same day. How does that work? I have no idea. I don't understand most of the partnerships I don't that go are here. between streaming. But I will watch it on both. Hello. Oh, absolutely. Finally, you gotta support in- it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, of course, I want her on this screen and I want them on this screen. Like, I need everybody to see their faces. Side by side at different points, yeah. I wonder if there's a picture quality. I don't know. Mm. I doubt it. Uh, finally, in recommendations, like we talked about earlier, this is the week that The Music Man is indeed opening and they have been cranking out some content and, uh, again, mentioning Rosie's Kids, one of my favorite theatrical charities. Yay. They teamed up with... 
uh, the Music Man to uh, perform with some of the theater kids from the ACTE Second Scholarship Program. And in celebration of the show opening this week, they did a remix of what I consider and the community considers the oldest rap song on Broadway, Rock Island. It's a really <sighs> cool music video. The kids are having a good time. I'm like, you know what? Go off. Go off, kids. <laughs> Super fun. So make sure to check that out. It's in our show notes. It's adorable on YouTube. Share it around. Thank you so much for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me on all social media platforms at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.